Hello and welcome everyone to AUM Finance Podcast. This podcast discusses the first principles of investing and is for informational purpose only. We intend to add to the body of knowledge. Please consult your financial advisor before taking any investing decision. Hi everyone, this is the follow-on episode on the power of compounding and just like me, I am sure that you would have enjoyed the very interesting compounding examples that Neerav discussed in the previous episode. Let's see what more we can learn about compounding from him today. If you had given Warren Buffett one dollar when he started his practice 65 years back Mm. at the rate of 25 Twenty percent compounding per annum, twenty two zero. That one dollar would have grown to one lakh forty thousand dollars today. Mm-hmm. If you had given him one thousand dollars, it would have grown to fourteen lakh dollars today. If you have given him ten thousand dollars, it would have grown to one forty crore or one point four billion US dollars. Ten thousand dollars given to Warren Buffett sixty five years back mm. would have grown to one point four billion US dollars. You see, there's a story. Amazing. So Warren Buffett, he was probably 18, 20. And even today, he looks much younger than what he is. So imagine how he would have looked when mm. he was 18, 21. Yeah. So this 21-year-old Warren Buffett is about to start his practice of managing your money in stocks. And he approaches the CEO of Coca-Cola. That time, Coca-Cola was Fortune 50 or Fortune 25 company. Okay, And CEO of Coca-Cola means it is a very big deal. Okay, why I'm giving you this background is see, if I approach somebody who's already a multi-millionaire or billionaire and I'm a newbie, sit in the seat of that guy who's already very successful. See how fate turns, okay. So the CEO of Coca-Cola says to Warren Buffett, look Warren, it's so nice of you. I know your father, grandfather, you are a good chap, but sorry somebody some very big investment banking firm is already managing my money i don't know you maybe 10 years later you approach me so years went by warren buffett started his practice 10 years later this guy retired he was a rich man he retired a rich man and a couple of decades later when they met the ceo of coca-cola said i have made the biggest investment blunder in my life of not giving Warren Buffett my retirement money, I am way, way poorer than I, what I could have been. Mm. So sometimes you tend to ignore the you know, budding talent because you are in a seat where you have already arrived in life. Mm-hmm. And as I keep coming, you know, if you are prosperous, Chaitanya, mm-hmm. and if I approach you and I say I will compound your wealth 11, 12, 15%, 11%, okay, I may compound your wealth at 11%. It will not attract you. Mm-hmm. You have here in your mind that you are very prosperous. Mm-hmm. You are very prosperous and then you make some investment, investment blunders or you, you diversify into another business and that business didn't do well as your current business. People who are prosperous, who are doing well. Achha, by the way, let me ask you, when in your life do you make an investing or financial blunder? Two options. You make a financial blunder, you make a very bad decision, one, when you are struggling or two, when you are prosperous. 
I can't say that because uh, no, it's very easy. When you are struggling, you never make a mistake. No, I don't. You are very so. careful. It's 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 you. You don't have that money also. No, I, mean, I may have not have that money, but hmm. because I'm desperate at that time, hmm. Hmm. I might make. Uh, I might get into the trap of uh, uh, getting into some quick make money scheme. Hmm. True. Because I am desperate. So, okay, good. So, in US and in India, that's a good point. Good. That's why you need a dialogue. Huh. So, both in US and India, who are the biggest buyers of lottery? Lottery tickets. Poor people. Poor people. Huh. Or lower middle class. Yeah. Have you ever bought a lottery? No. I have also never bought a lottery. Huh. Don't we want to become rich? We do. Why don't we buy a lottery? Because I read in one book and that has uh, completely taken that question away that the chance of winning a lottery yeah. is less than lightning striking you. Yeah. So, yeah. coincidentally there was lightning. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why I don't buy a lottery. There's no harm me buying some lottery once once in a while, right? That I can afford that. People who afford cannot do not buy a lottery. People mm. who cannot afford buy a lottery. Buy a lottery. And there yeah. are people who are obsessed with buying lotteries. Ah. So I always differentiate between these two things, and I teach it to my to everybody, to all the teenagers also. Is it a game of skill or is it a game of luck? If it is a game of luck, I'll not buy a single penny on it. Mm. If it is a game of skill, now tell me what is lottery? Is it a game of luck or game of skill? Obviously luck. Is there any skill in buying a lottery? No. Okay. If you are telling yourself that, then you are a you're fooling, you're, yourself. you're fooling yourself. So lottery is a game of luck. luck. Totally. Investing is a game of skill. So I'll always bet my last dollar on the game of skill mm -hmm. rather than on a game of luck. That's why I don't buy a lottery. So Neera, wonderful discussion. Hmm. Uh, now there are two questions in my mind. From school time we know this about compound interest etc. We've solved so many equations and so many people have talked about it and compound interest is so important everybody yeah. knows that yeah and especially somebody who gets trained in finance knows it even better yeah and has heard it so many more times but hmm. still hmm. some people make the mistake hmm. of not doing it in a disciplined way hmm. and some people who may even may not be in the finance line yeah do the correct thing hmm. of do the correct thing of doing it they are disciplined so my question to you is what is that factor which helps what is that factor which helps people to stick with the discipline see Chaitanya. and, and uh -huh. this uh, the part the second part of the question is that what are the mistakes or the lures which take people away from the discipline track. So I'll not say some people, I'll say most people. Most people. Yeah. Before we had that discussion, okay, we've, we've compounded wealth for you, we've been there a long time, uh -huh. you understand you are a student of finance. Mm -hmm. But did compound interest strike to you the way it is struck today? No, definitely not. Right? Today it is, yeah, very... So our school teacher and with due respect to them taught us the formula of compound interest in a very academic way. Mm. See, I'll take you to nature today. Mm. We talk about rabbits. Mm -hmm. I gave you a quote, right? Mm. Compound interest is the most powerful uh, force working yes. in the universe. Mm. Without compound interest, a forest cannot become a forest without compound mm -hmm. interest. Mm -hmm. Have you ever wondered? See, there's a quote on nature also. 
नेचर डज नॉट हरी नेचर डज नॉट हरी येट एवरीथिंग इज अकम्पलिश्ड अमेजिंग हैव यू एवर सीन हाउ अ सैपलिंग और अ सीड गो ग्रोज इन टू अ ट्री ऑल द ट्री दैट वी सी टूडे यू नो टमोरो वेन यू गो फॉर अ वॉक और गो फॉर अ जॉग जस्ट लुक एट ऑल द ट्रीज अराउंड and all of those trees or at one point of time mm. a sapling or a seedling yeah is in that the most powerful ex- example of compound interest mm. that nature shows you mm. but since none of us has seen that sapling or seed growing into a tree in front of our eyes okay so we do not realize compound interest a tree is a compound interest tree is a the sapling was p a is equal to p into 1 plus r upon 100 raised to the power of n whatever trees we are seeing the n is either 15 20 30 40 50 as old there's a quote i am sitting i am get sitting under the shade of a tree because somebody planted a sapling some day so the person who planted a sapling understood the concept of compound interest i believe farmers understand the compound concept of compound interest more than anyone else yeah. without realizing that it is compound interest mm. and the same farmer then goes to the local money lender mm. and becomes a a slave to a compound slave interest. to compound interest rather than becoming a user of compound interest so as, as we discussed in the last podcast a mango tree ever wonder how a sapling grows sprouts into a tree mm. okay now you heard we have all heard the example of a chinese bamboo tree bamboo tree yeah so there was this hermit who planted a fern mm. seedling and a chinese bamboo seedling together mm. couple of years later the fern was as big as the chinese bamboo seedling the chinese bamboo uh, plant was not growing till 4 years they were of the same height normally a bamboo plant is assumed to be much bigger than a fern mm. and in the 5th year within a matter of 2 months the chinese bamboo grew to 90 feet tall mm-hmm. the fern was this much the mm. chinese bamboo was this much mm. and in the next in the 5th year mm. it grew to 90 feet mm. then in the 6th year it, it grew much more than that mm-hmm. so what was happening somebody asked the hermit what happened 4 years to kuch nahi hua mm. what happened in the 5th year and mm. what was happening all the all along the 4 years mm-hmm. so if you if you're a student of biology actually the bamboo tree was expected the bamboo tree was going to grow at 90 feet you know when you construct a, let me take you to architecture first ha ah. okay so we are student of liberal arts the taller the building the more the architect deeper, deeper, deeper is the foundation. foundation we all know that yeah right if you want to so imagine burj khalifa do you know how deep they would have gone down correct in order to give give it that kind of strength this is basic physics otherwise the building will naturally why is the leaning tower of pisa leaning maybe the architect at that time compromised on how deep he can go further correct probably you should have gone another 40 50 feet down uh-huh. so the leaning tower of pisa would not have leaned okay <clears throat> so the bamboo tree in the first 4 years the roots were going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in such a way it knew in the 5th year it has to grow suddenly if something has to go suddenly so a foundation was being built by the bamboo tree that's what we do when we invest so when my clients come to me and say sir it's been 18 months there's no return i say we're building a foundation i tell my clients first 18 24 months do not expect any return if it comes well and good and it is very surprising let's say you are an sip investor with me ha uh-huh. 
okay you gave me money 18 months back 18 months later and you you started an sip for me with let's say 15 years first 18 months you made money you become happy my clients become happy if i give them return in the first 18 month and you know what i find it very strange see you are going to invest for the next 15 years you are interested in what will happen to your portfolio in the 15th year or in the 10th year if in the first 18 months of you becoming my client we made money for you that means the sips which are going to come after that you are going to buy at higher rate so if i start an sip today if you start an sip today morning you should pray to god i am investing for 10 years please keep the market down saste mein milte rahe please keep the market down till the 9th year and in the 10th year like a bamboo tree grow up that is that will be the biggest delta you can create so people you asked me to people why don't people understand compound interest people don't take time to study compound interest all my clients investment portfolio i have built like a bamboo tree first 3 4 years we give returns i mean it's not in my hand to give or not to give return but i am more interested in saving the value of the money you have given me in in managing the risk than the return i am more invested interested in risk than the return if i take care of the risk if i take care of the downside what did warren buffett say yeah rule number 1 rule number 2 rule number 1 don't lose money rule number 2 don't so yeah. you come to me and the other fellow goes to somebody else he gives him very high return in the first year second year the market crashes you are down i didn't give you much return in the first year but over two years you got average return and i protected your wealth who's the winner after two years Mr Y portfolio went down by 20 Mr X the portfolio went up by 8 so the guy who's down 20 will require how much percentage to go back to 100 it's way more than 20 so nature uh, has given us example after example after example of the power of compounding we've never observed them we've never realized and that is what happens in the world of money may it be warren buffett may it be peter lynch who was the most successful mutual fund manager ever who compounded at some 20 plus 24% compounding return they all were huge fans of the power of compounding and if these wise people have understood what power of compounding means okay and if they keep on talking about it every agm that i have attended of warren buffett there has always been one reference to the power of compounding and he is a living breathing example of power of compounding that's why i say there won't be another warren buffett how many people will not tire down and keep managing money for 65 years and the guy is still running strong yeah. who knows there might be another 10 15 years left god god speak to my guru warren buffett and if he is saying something if charlie munger is saying something if peter lynch is saying something there is some merit only problem is you have to let go of short termism power of compounding works only if you have you give it adequate in minimum 5 maximum 50 60 years this reminds me of a saying i have heard hmm. that the the financial maturity of a person yeah you can judge that hmm. by the time horizon they speak about true very true i like it ha huh. like yeah. if a person is talking about month hmm you know he is at a certain maturity level yes and you know i don't Year, take i don't take decade. clients who talk in months uh, and then these guys are talking about decades yes or centuries yes so so fine don't talk in terms of decades but please have a horizon where you you look at another 5 to minimum 5 years another 5 7 10 15 20 years 
कोई आपके साथ जुड़ने के मतलब जुड़ने के दौरान और जुड़ने के पहले भी जो मेरे में माइंड शिफ्ट हुआ वो ये था दैट वन सेंटेंस विच मेड मी कनेक्ट विथ यू एंड स्टे विथ यू इज दैट यू स्पोक अबाउट जेनरेशंस यू नॉट ओनली सेट की चैतन्य विथ यू बट वी आर गोइंग टू बी कनेक्टेड विथ चिल्ड्रन विद द चिल्ड्रेन सो जेनरेशन सो दैट्स वेर आई सेट कि हाँ ये लॉन्ग टर्म सोल्यूशन है आई वॉन्ट टू मैनेज वेल्थ for your next generation i am no more interested in you yeah <laughs> don't say that <laughs> <laughs> i am interested in you but i am more equally and more interested in the next generation of course of course see i always say the wealth history has shown the wealth doesn't get passed on to the third generation hmm. now i am revising it and i am saying ki ek generation baad bhi wealth pass on nahi hota hai pass on hua to tikta nahi hai hmm a billionaire millionaire giving wealth to the next generation is only 10% of the job that billionaire millionaire has not taught the basics of managing money the basics to the next generation compound interest ka concept hi nahi pata ha even if i in a lecture to the next generation gen z if i give a lecture on compound interest they said yeah 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 fine Wait, but they do not register in your mind that's the thing na they understand theory yeah बट प्रैक्टिकली इम्प्लीमेंटेशन के लिए दे नीड टू सी इट वर्किंग इन देर लाइफ वन थिंग दे नीड टू ऑल्सो सी की द अदर थिंग्स आर जस्ट यू नो समिकटिशियस थिंग्स विच आर अल्योरिंग राइट नाउ विच विल नॉट फ्रक्टिफाई टू द रिजल्ट दैट दे वॉन्ट येस एंड सो सी यू नो वेन आई टेल दैम फिफ्टीन ईयर्स लेटर आई हेल्प यू बाई अ मर्क दिस वी वॉन्ट अ मर्क फोर ईयर्स लेटर एंड आई से फाइन यू गो फॉर अ मर्क फोर और फाइव ईयर्स लेटर so buying a mark so when i give a lecture to the gen z hmm. okay and i say 50 year plan they start sleeping they go to they they stop paying attention hmm. we want a mark in the next 5 years nothing wrong with that you can have a mark in the next 5 years but then you know we tend to in today's world we tend to upgrade our automobile every 5 7 8 years we are not like our i mean they are not like our generation or our parents generation where you buy a car and keep it for life now my concern is if you are going to acha tell me one thing what is the typical tenure of a car loan chaitanya tenure typical tenure i guess 15 years no a bank gives you a car loan for 5 years and 7 years okay okay but that is wrong the moment you buy a car with a car loan today hmm 5 year or 7 year whatever 7 year later you are going to upgrade and you are going to upgrade to a bigger car anybody goes to a smaller car Mm. Does anybody upgrade to a smaller car? Mm. No, you go for a bigger car. If it is a second car, it's a different thing. So if you are driving a 15 lakh car today, the next car would definitely not be worth 15 lakh. It would be 20, 25, 30. The next car would not be 30 lakh. It would be 40, 50. So people take a car loan. Five, seven years later, when they want to upgrade to a bigger car, they again take a car loan. So I say a car loan is actually for 25, 30 years. So for twenty-five, thirty years, what is working against you? Yeah. Easy. What is working against you? Easy to see. Compound interest. So the bank is compounding money on your car loan. Second, every five, seven years, you're putting money in a depreciating asset. See, I'm never ever saying don't go for luxuries. Buy a Rolex, for Christ's sake. But I'll buy a Rolex when my investment portfolio can buy me ten Rolex. Then I'll buy the first Rolex. I'm not a fan of Rolex. I'm an Apple fan. Okay, but even if I do buy a Rolex, I should have money worth 10, 15 Rolexes in my pocket. Then I'll buy a Rolex. What people do? They take a loan and go for it. You want a 25, 30 lakh car today? 
what percentage the car should be, what percentage of your annual income did you do the math? We'll talk about these matrices in some other podcast, right? One, one metric, one thumb rule I gave you is my investment portfolio, my mutual fund portfolio should be 7 to 10 times the vehicles parked in my garage. That will ensure that you never become poor. When you give money to your next generation, first inculcate the habit of SIPs in them. Mm. Inculcate the habit of investing, not only saving. So these people, they tend, they get very big income, right? So like one of my client told me that my son recently got his first salary. Mm. Okay. His first salary is five times bigger than my last salary. Mm. His father's last salary. Six months later, the son was in IT and there was a bad phase and he was out of job. Mm. The son was asking money from the father. Mm. Father said, what did he do? Mm. I said, show me his loans and show me his investments. Mm. So he had nothing to show for investing. Mm. And every gadget in his house and mm. every vehicle that he had were bought on loan. Oh my God. So let me give you a metric. If you're earning 1 lakh a month, for example, and if you have a 40,000 SIP, mm-hmm. EMI, sorry. Mm. If you are earning 1 lakh a month and you have an EMI of, let's say, 40,000, mm-hmm. and if you work 10 hours in a day, mm. 4 hours you're working for the bank, not for you and your family. Mm. Did you get it? Did it hit you? This is my own, uh, I'll again talk about it. If you're earning 1 lakh a month, if you have a 40,000 SIP, and if you're working 10 hours in a day, 40 hours you're working only for the bank, you are a slave to the bank. Yes, home we cannot purchase without a loan. Right, and I have a home loan, I could pay that home loan anytime. Mm-hmm. But my compounding is way 2x of my home loan interest rate, so I do not pay off my home loan. Mm-hmm. But only if you can have that ability, then you do that, otherwise pay off your home loan or your car loan. Okay, so compounding should be your friend and not your enemy. We are sitting on opposite side of the table. If you are Mr. Compounding, I would want you to sit next to me, yeah, not opposite true. to me. Be Remember the, that. Make it the ally. Right. And we'll close this with, let me give you an example of Indian Sensex. So S&P, BSE, Sensex, as we are talking, is touching around 65,000 today, right? 66,000. Hmm. You know in which year the Sensex was born? 95? So it was born in the year 1979. Oh, okay. And they attributed a value of 100 to Sensex. Okay. Now it's been 45 years. So 1979, the BSE Sensex, S&P BSE Sensex, it was a Sensex earlier, now it is uh, S&P. S&P BSE Sensex yeah. was 100. 45 years later, it is 66,000 as we are talking today. Mm-hmm. When some people see the podcast, it would have gone much more, mm. okay, or less. So, so Sensex, 100 becoming 66,000 in 45 years, mm. the compound rate Chaitanya is 15.5%. Wow. The Sensex, Indian Sensex has compounded at 15.5 years for 45 years. If you had put in 10 lakh when the Sensex was born, in the year 1979, it would have grown to hold your breath, 65 and a half crores today. 10 lakh growing to 65 and a half crores. And, and 90% of operators in the stock market lose money. Mm. Because you are looking at the news today, you are reacting to the news. See, many times if you call me and you ask me market kaha hai and I tell you I don't know. Hmm. Does it mean I am not aware of what is happening in the market? No. How does day-to-day movement in the stock prices matter to me? Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll devote an episode to Mr. Market sometime. 
yeah this is a price being price obsessed we should not be price obsessed i don't know where the market is today i because don't know because it is so fascinating right now that nifty is not touching 20000 yes that is an obsession whereas it is totally irrelevant yes how does it matter if it touches or not how does it matter ah. and and the one of the biggest myth is all time high we talked about ah, it, all right? time high ha ah. so chetanya you are at all time high in terms of age today i am at all time high ha ah. yesterday we were one day younger okay indian gdp is at all time high does it mean indian gdp indian economy you and i are not going to grow so the fact that you want to book your profit just because the market is all time high is the stupidest concept ever things which are a tree which is growing a plant which is going into a tree is at an all time high every day does it mean it is the end of the life for the tree hmm no so all time high is only a statistical concept and it misguides you most of the time hmm forget talking what what do pink papers publish sensex at all time high nifty at all time high it is a statistical measure know it and ignore it what was sensex on uh, uh, 14th january 2020 what is 14 january 2020 sensex was some 42 odd 1000 what was it on 23rd march 2020 it was 28000 what happened between the two date covid came to india and people realized that covid is here to stay what happened now 2 3 years later we are at all time high mm. right so if you had even bought at 42 remain invested i mean god god will be with you the god power would be with you if you had bought at 28 you would have made lot of money mm-hmm. if you had not done anything and we didn't do anything with your portfolio mm. with my portfolio mm. 42 went to 28 came back from 28 when it went up it never stopped at 42 it went all the way to in october 20 when it all the way yeah. went to 62 63000 and we are at 66 today and people are already pre- predicting 1 lakh now as i said this podcast is not ephemeral it is not temporary it is a sustainable podcast so we'll stop talking about figures but my aim in this podcast was that first understand the power of compounding if you understand the power of compounding you've understood in investing now what compounds as we discussed in the last podcast anything that compounds is an investment anything that doesn't compound is a saving Yes okay. true so your saving bank account doesn't compound the money under the mattress doesn't compound mm-hmm. the coffee can money does not compound mm-hmm. and one of the most powerful compounding force is equities mm-hmm. and us equity and indian equity have compounded we have had a very good history mm-hmm. and let me tell you which is the most best performing stock market in the world over a very long period last 4 5 decade it's india and us Mm-hmm. if you're not betting betting on india using the equity route using the equity mutual fund route you are not compounding your wealth mm-hmm. hence a very good portion of your money should be in indian equities via professional managers preferably via the mutual fund route mm-hmm. and let me give a caveat here mutual fund investments are subject to market risk please read the offer document carefully before investing and let me give my version all investments are subject to not only market risk but mm. all forms of risk you should read before investing while you are invested after investing and you should read much more than what is required of you thank you thank you chetanya awesome did we un- understand compounding today yeah did i Good. compound your knowledge today definitely okay great so be a learning machine okay help me become a learning machine and let us keep compounding the podcast was very interesting okay <laughs> <laughs> thank you Thank you for listening to the AUM Finance podcast. Remember that all investments are subject to market and other risks. 
and one should read offer docs and other documents carefully before investing.